Hotter Than Health podcast, a plant-dominant podcast for those looking to expand and elevate their lives. Each week, we will bring you provocative conversations and topics, entertaining interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness to answer your burning questions. You will leave each episode with tangible tips and takeaways and understand what it truly means to live an energized and optimized life. And just try to put myself into the most radical situation so that I can grow as fast as possible. This was all really triggered by a deep self-hatred and just not really being the person I wanted to be at all and caring way too much what others thought of me and going through a lot of mental health issues when I was uh, in my early teens. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And last week we had on an amazing guest, Kenzie Burke. If you have not listened to that episode already, it's a good one. She gives us all the latest and greatest on her life, all of her wisdom, all of her stories. And we get to finally hear a little bit more about the back end of what all has been going on in her life over the past year. So make sure to check that one out. It's a good one. So far downloads have been great. So thank you for that. Today, I have probably (laughs) my girl crushes, and I wish I had a better term for that, just girls that I really admire, women that I really admire on social media and in business. Uh, I have one of them on with me today, Mimi Bouchard. And you most likely have seen Mimi on Instagram, or you've heard her podcast, or you have used her meditation app. So Mimi Bouchard is a meditation teacher and a personal growth junkie. She's the founder of Superhuman App and host of the Mimi podcast. So in this episode, we talk so much about manifestation, meditation, what is the best way to get the results in your life that you want. We talk about manifesting love and romance. We talk about the future. We talk about her app, how she built her business. We talk about uh, life in the public eye. I think that this is a really, Mimi has a really mature sense of self and you can tell that she's a fast learner based on the lessons that she's learned in her life. And I think that she does a great job of putting those lessons into use. I'm going to be on her podcast in August. So make sure you are subscribed to both of ours so you can not miss out on any of those episodes. I'm so thrilled to have Mimi on the podcast. It was such an intellectual, intellectually stimulating conversation, and I really admire all that she has done. Superhuman app. We are going to be doing a giveaway, so make sure you're listening to the end of the episode. All you have to do is follow Superhuman app as well as myself, Eliza G underscore wellness subscribe to the podcast. All you have to do is if you're listening on the podcast app, click the little check mark at the top and click follow. Or if you're on Spotify, click follow and leave a review. You head to the little purple app and go to Hotter Than Health, go down to ratings and reviews and it says write a review. Speaking of writing a review, I want to go through one review and pick the review of the week. You know that we do this. And if you have already left a review, uh, steal someone's phone and write it in on there. (laughs) That would be ideal. Thank you for the SEO. So if you have already, or if you, what am I saying? Every week we click or find a new review from the week. And that person is then sent a hotter than health tote bag. They're so cute. They're a great size, sling them over your shoulder, bring it to the farmer's market, bring it to a coffee shop, wherever you're going. I bring mine to the beach. I bring it everywhere to whore out the podcast, but you know me, anything for a plug. So you can check out the Hotter Than Health tote bag on the Hotter Than Health podcast Instagram. But today's review of the week is from Cleary and it's spelled C-L-E-A-R-Y. First time listener and man, I'm hooked. Eliza makes me feel like I'm a friend she's chatting with over coffee. The entire vibe of the podcast is laid back. 
never forced, and welcoming to those no matter who you are or where you are in your wellness journey. I love that there's a balance between guests and solo episodes and never overdone with ads like so many other podcasts. I'm so happy to have found a new podcast to listen to and I will definitely recommend to my friends via IG story. Duh. That is what I'm liking. All right. Sharing to your IG story. Thank you, Cleary. That means the world. Send me a message on Instagram and I will send you your tote bag. You're going to love it. It's fantastic. They're so chic and cute. We're going to be doing this for about five more weeks because we have about five more tote bags left. And then if I come into some money, then I will <laughs> I will get us some more tote bags, guys. Uh, but yes, thank you so much for the review. It means the world. Make sure you are subscribed. It actually really helps and reviews help even more. All right. I'm just excited for this episode because it's so refreshing to have a another podcaster on the podcast who knows how to respond to questions. They they know how to answer eloquently and be precise, but also when you go off on tangents, you can still come back to the original question. Mimi's a great interviewer. She's graceful. She's wise and she's really young too. I I believe Mimi's around 24, maybe 25, and she has accomplished so much. And if you're in the business of wanting to make money, wanting to have a healthy relationship, create the dream life, this is the episode for you. Man, I'm excited to have Mimi on the Hotter Than Health podcast. Thank you so much for being here, Mimi. Welcome to the podcast. Mimi, thank you so much for being here. Welcome to Hotter Than Health. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I love Hotter Than Health. (laughs) If that doesn't show the trials and tribulations that we have gone through today to try and get you on this call, and really all we had to do was send a Zoom link. (laughs) It's often a lot easier than, uh, than we anticipate, but yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course. Of course. All right. Well, I know that we are in a little bit of a time crunch and I have so much that I think would be valuable to the audience. So we'll get straight into it. I wanted to hear before we got into the nitty gritty of not only meditation and mindset, but I wanted to hear off the jump, what is the biggest, most impactful thing that you have either created or received because of the work that you've been doing? Just some, the first thing that comes to mind. That's, that's an amazing question. And for everyone that doesn't know me here, um, you know, I've, I'm the founder of superhuman a meditation app, and I've been through so much and we'll talk about that in the podcast, but the number one thing that I feel I most satisfied building is the relationship I have with myself. And I was initially, my first thought was to say superhuman because it's crazy how much we've grown and it's just this, you know, crazy thing that just happened. And, you know, I've worked so hard on it and it's just really, really grown so much bigger than um, I could imagine in such a short period of time. But, and it's helped so many people, but I will say through all the growth and personal development work that I've done, my relationship with myself has been the most dramatic uh, improvement and I've ever seen. And, and that just affects every single area of my life. And I think I just have to say that's my biggest achievement because it's just the way that you live. And I live a very happy life now and all the success and all the this and all of that doesn't really matter unless I like myself. So yeah, I'm really happy about that. I love that answer. Cause of course you have this multi-million dollar app that is just off the charts. Everyone's loving it. You've got a podcast, you've got your entire career in health and wellness, but also as a CEO, it's, you've got a lot going on, beautiful relationship. And you mentioned earlier that you are the CEO and founder of Superhuman, the meditation app. Can you give us a little backstory? Because nobody just ends up where you are right now. It's an evolution. Walk us through younger Mimi when you first started realizing, hey, I need to make a switch. Yeah, absolutely. So I kind of did everything young. Uh, I've been through a lot young. I'm, I'm still young. I'm in my mid twenties. Um, you know, when I was 18, I went to university and I lasted one semester. It was not for me. I decided to do something crazy and start an online magazine blog and move to London, England, and just try to put myself into the most 
radical situations so that I can grow as fast as possible. This was all really triggered by a deep self-hatred and just not really being the person I wanted to be at all and caring way too much what others thought of me and going through a lot of mental health issues when I was uh, in my early teens. Like I had an amazing upbringing and I love my parents, but you know, sometimes it just, it, it happens. You know, I was struggling a lot with that, with appreciating who I actually am and with em- embodying this, the true me. And when I was 18, I went to university. It just, something clicked for me there. I read my first personal development book. Um, it was called the success principles by Jack Canfield. And it was a very, very easy book to read and understand, but with very powerful principles. And that's exactly what I needed at that young age. Um, in that vulnerable moment in my tiny residence room, reading this book, I just had this like crazy aha moment. And, decided that this hunger I've always had deep down inside of me was ready to come out. And I, it wasn't this light switch where I had never felt this hunger before. It was always underlying. And I always felt like this deeper potential within me, which I think all of us have, I know all of us have, but I just, I put it off for so long. And then this moment happened and I just got clear and I read this book. And the first chapter was take a hundred percent responsibility for your life. And I was a victim. I was, you know, I was, Oh, I don't have this. Cause I didn't grow up with a wealthy family. And I, you know, I'm not this cause I don't look this way and you know, all that stuff. So then I just totally like dramatically shifted my life. I changed who I was hanging out with. I changed my environment. I moved to London, England randomly. I decided to become an entrepreneur and start an online magazine blog. And, um, it, you know, obviously that was not generating any income for a long <laughs> time. So I was working like four jobs and I was totally broke. And I moved to one of the most expensive cities in the world, you know, working so many odd jobs, trying to make ends meet, you know, it was just, I posted on my Instagram recently about this. And a lot of people just didn't know. I think a lot of people just assumed that I grew up with wealthy, like a wealthy family. And I was given a lot growing up and that's how I am where I am at 25, but that's actually the complete opposite. And I don't think I'd be where I was if I was given everything growing up. Um, and I'm so grateful for my upbringing and how my parents didn't have a lot of money because it, it made me value what I wanted, you know, in the future. And it made me hungry. So, um, and you know, in my eyes, I I think I, I just, I needed that hunger and, uh, yeah. So I post on my Instagram about this. I had like nine pounds. I was in London. So that's like $12 in my bank account. At one point I was dog walking, babysitting, working at a juice bar, styling at a, at a styling or styling, interning at a styling agency. And then at the side doing my online magazine blog, trying to meet as many people. I was plopped into this city that I didn't know anyone. Like I not literally one person, like literally not one person. I didn't know one person. I, and then four years later, or three years later, when I left, I knew everyone. Like I, I literally worked so hard on my network there because I knew that was going to be essential for my success as well. Cause one of the principles in that, in that Jack Canfield book I read was your network is your net worth and the people you surround yourself with. Yeah. So I was just like literally following these principles to a T it seems. And it worked. And I did a lot of work on myself and, um, you know, I started meditating, um, hated it. I didn't like meditating at all. I, I was like, this is so boring. I don't want to clear my head. I want to go. I want to be motivated. I was very energetic and I always have been a doer. And then I started recording these pep talks to myself in the morning. I was literally recording them on the voice memos on my phone and they'd be like 15 minutes long. And I would just record them when I was in a focused, motivated mood. And I'd listen to them every morning and I'd always change them and talk about my goals. And I would just visualize while doing things in the morning. Um, and I was multitasking while listening to these pieces of audio. So long story short, you know, my experience in London had so many cool, crazy experiences. I like went on a TV show for (laughs) a little bit. I like, you know, met all these people and, um, you know, I started and stopped many businesses. And then uh, a couple of years ago, I decided to create a subscription platform for my audience online. because I have a big podcast like you, and I have, um, a audience on Instagram and stuff. And I decided, you know what, I, I kind of just want to do my own subscription platform. I really like the model of that business. And I feel like I have a lot to offer in the past eBooks and 
courses that I had uh, promoted sold pretty well. So I decided to do a subscription platform all about health and wellness and lifestyle. And right at the bottom, you know, next to all like the recipes and the workouts were at the top. And then right at the bottom, I had the meditations and I kind of recorded a similar vibe of those voice notes I used to record to myself. They were very pragmatic and actionable meditations that were very focused on visualization and manifestation. And then I thought they would not do that well, but I just want to add content to the platform. And they ended up doing the best out of all the content on the platform. And I then pivoted the platform fully and changed the name and got an app development team to create a custom app for me. And now it's superhuman. And it's like, we have the same developers that made Headspace that created the app. Like we have, uh, I now have a full team, like five people full-time under me. I, you know, it's, we have 10,000 paying members like plus, and it's just crazy because That's amazing. Yeah. Like, and it, I haven't done any paid marketing. So it's just been word of mouth. People telling each other, this app is different. We have meditations for every moment of the day, which has never been done. Like we have walking meditations, getting ready, meditations, cooking meditations. It's like a good foot in the door for people who don't like meditating. Right. It because really I, that person. I didn't like the traditional type of meditation and not to say that that's not beneficial for people. I never want um, to have any bad words about traditional meditation because it's a beautiful thing, but it's just not my thing. And I, I am just so proud about that and how it's been created. And of course me saying this on a podcast, my journey seems like it just happened and there were no yeah. downs. It was just ups, but no, there were so many ups and downs throughout the journey. I could tell you so many failures I had along the way. So many moments of, you know, success and then failure, success, and then failure. So that's kind of my elevator pitch on, on my life so far. Today's episode is brought to you by my favorite company of all time. You know it, you love it, Organifi. Organifi is a superfood, super juice company that I actually started working with more than six, seven, almost eight months ago. I have been consuming their green juice powder, their protein, as well as their probiotics for that entire time. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, it is the best and cleanest, most delicious green juice powder that I have ever had. That's one of my favorite products, but to go through a couple, just wanted to let you all know that you don't want to miss out on the chocolate gold. Chocolate gold is one of my favorites. I drink this nearly every night. It is a superfood relaxing cacao beverage. I drink it hot at night with a little bit of oat or coconut milk or just water and I sleep better, live better. I sleep throughout the night. It has a bunch of medicinal mushrooms and it has so many anti-inflammatory effects. I also love the protein. You guys, I just cannot get enough of these products. I use the protein in my oatmeal. I use it in my coffee for the chocolate one. I use it in my smoothies. My boyfriend uses it every single day. I can't tell you how many times per month my boyfriend will tell me, hey, when are we getting more chocolate powder? I said, look, I can't keep up with your demands. It is just ridiculous. However, we will not do any other protein. Not only does this protein taste amazing, but it also has digestive enzymes. It's glyphosate residue free, which means that it doesn't have that gnarly carcinogen that has so many other protein brands and supplement companies worried and scurrying. You don't have to worry about ingredients. This is absolutely the number one supplement company that I would go to for your green juice, for your protein, and for your superfood needs. Make sure you check out Organifi.com. And when you're on, when you're checking out, use the code HTH for 20% off at checkout. You're not going to get this discount anywhere else. But again, make sure it's Organifi.com, code HTH. You will not regret it. Try the protein, try the greens powder, and try the chocolate gold for your sweet tooth at the end of the night. Again, Hotter Than Health is sponsored by Organifi, code HTH at checkout. Two things that my clients come to me all the time struggling with is lack of consistent sleep as well as lack of energy throughout the day. Those two things are absolutely tied together. So not only do you want to work with a nutritionist like myself to optimize your diet and your nutrient intake throughout the day to make sure you're getting everything that you need. But in order to supplement our sleep where we get most of our recovery done, I always send them towards cured nutrition. 
Cured Nutrition is a new sponsor of the pod- podcast. I have been using their products for over a month, maybe a month and a half now, and I have to tell you, it is changing my life. Cured products have been designed with the intention to support all aspects of the daily human experience. So whether you're looking for natural energy, whether you're looking for a way to ease anxieties or discomforts, or just hit the reset button with a deep night's sleep, they have all of the answers. My two favorite products, which you can actually buy in a bundle, are the Rise as well as the Zen bundle. So this is great because the first time I took it, I actually had no idea how potent these were going to be. And I I was, I was, felt like I was almost bouncing off the raw walls with no jitters, though. That was the thing. There was no jitters. It wasn't like you chugged a bunch of coffee or took an Adderall. It was such a calm rise in energy. So I love the Rise and the Zen. You can shop that bundle on the Cured nutrition website and make sure you're using the code HTH to get 20% off. Always check out the code HTH. I believe you can put it on a subscription. If you can't put it on a subscription, set a reminder. You know you're going to want these. The sleep pills have been absolutely life-changing. My boyfriend and I both use them. It encourages relaxation. It combats stress. It promotes deep sleep and REM sleep cycles. So you can wake up refreshed without feeling super drowsy. So This actually helps you stay asleep when you fall asleep, which is, I think, a huge issue that people are having. So this has things like magnesium, reishi mushrooms. It has valerian root, a little bit of hemp extract, no no CBD, or it's all CBD, no THC. And I'm telling you, this is changing my sleep game. Sleep is where muscle is made. Sleep is where fat loss is had. Sleep is where our recovery happens. It gets our brain working optimally. It helps us to reset. So if you're not seeing results that you need and you're also not sleeping well, what are you doing? Make sure you're checking out curednutrition.com and use the code HTH. You can check out the Zen Rise bundle in the show notes. Thank you so much for sponsoring today's episode. The biggest thing to, I think, take away from that is that you don't have to be dogmatic in your routine, your rituals, what other people are doing. So if someone who you admire is doing a type of meditation, then you don't have to do exactly that. I think that you took it into your own hands and you evolved it to what it needed to be for you. It, it wasn't in order to keep doing the principles and practicing the principles that you read And to make that applicable, you had to make it work for you. Otherwise you're pushing against it and it's not working for you. And I think that that's something that a lot of people, especially with diet and fitness in this industry, you see someone doing an Instagram on, or a workout on Instagram. And you think, okay, if I just keep doing that, that workout, I will look like this person. I will be, I will have this ass. I will have these lips and these boobs and all these things. And it's just not the way it is. And What I wanted to pivot slightly into your health and wellness journey. I know that when you first started, you know, you had been on a TV show and then you went into more of, you know, hit fitness, working out all the time, trying to figure it out, like body image struggles. What is, uh, what was that evolution like for you? So can you explain where you were on a day-to-day basis, maybe, maybe four years ago and compare it to how you are now? The, the change is radical. It's like night and day. I struggled a lot with body image issues, but, and I was always the one trying the new diet, trying the new, you know, this, the, that. And if, even if you listen to my podcast, cause I've had the podcast for almost four years now, even if you listen to the podcast, um, first episodes, it's like keto, this, you know, plant-based that like, Mm -hmm. I was like, I always just like went from thing to thing. And that was part of me feeling out of control about my body. And I always had self image issues. I used to be like 20 pounds heavier, not that, and I, not that that's a bad thing, but for me, it wasn't healthy and I didn't like how I felt. And that was the biggest thing. I did not like how I felt. And I just, really got sick and tired of not feeling good about my body and being obsessive about what I would eat, how I would move. Um, you know, just my thoughts honestly were just revolved around food. What I wasn't obsessive, obsessive. I totally get it. Stop thinking about food. 
I was like, okay, I'm going to eat this. And then tomorrow for lunch, I'm going to have this small thing. And then this, and then I'm like, oh my God, it was so exhausting. I'm like, I, what else am I thinking about? I wasted so much of my time, not even just thinking about food, but thinking about my body image. Like I wasted so much time and I just reached a point where I just, it didn't happen overnight, but it happened over a span of a couple months. And it started with me actually just diving into intuitive eating. Um, it was only really like a year or two ago where this massive shift happened. Cause it slowly stopped. I stopped obsessing slowly and, but it was still kind of there. Mm-hmm. And then a year or so ago, I just like, totally, I'm just intuitive eating. And it kind of, I, I think I had to do that. And by the way, for everyone listening, if you just dive into intuitive eating and really listen to your soul and your body and what it wants, like you're not going to put on 10 pounds. <laughs> like that's I think- what I scared of. I was scared of just instant weight gain. And it's People not People are true. scared. I'm like, give yourself more credit. If you, if our, if we're left up to our own devices, we're not always going to reach for an entire pizza, an entire bowl of ice cream. It's just not going to happen. And it's, it's the middle child effect. If you are, if you're not given any attention, you feel like you have to rebel and do all these things because you're, you're not given what you need then you're going to make those poor decisions and decisions that make you not feel great. But if you listen and you aren't giving all these crazy restrictions, then your body will say, Oh, you're trusting me. Thank you. Just listen. Exactly. So I started trusting myself. I also took the emphasis off of food and body, like, you know, especially with the things I was posting too, because I've always been very honest with everything I post online and I've been posting for years. So people started to notice like, oh, why did you take the recipes and the workouts off of the app? And I'm like, well, first of all, now it's just a guided meditation app. I can't have 14 different categories of meditations and recipes and workouts. Like too much. It's like, I can't do it all. And it's not really an interest of mine anymore. Like, yes, I work out. Yes, I eat healthy, but it's, I don't feel this like, this push to like post everything about it. Like, I just, I'm not as like, I don't think, I think you can post about this stuff and not be obsessive, obviously, but I just like totally. kind of over it right now. And, um, and you did it now you do it out of joy. I, I used to, when I followed you and you were posting about your, you were doing food combining and you were doing plant-based and then you would try all these things. And you're like, I'm slowly incorporating meat. But now when you post, it's more, there's a beautiful view. You've made a nice dinner with your boyfriend and it's about the experience of dining and the joy that it brings you as opposed to, but it's never like 12 in and out burgers. It's, it's always something abundant and nutrients and still fulfilling. It's I don't know the last time I had junk food, but like I, but I still will have it if I want it, or I have healthy options. Cause I just, I know a lot, like this whole experience, I've know a lot about health and I respect my body enough to eat the good options. But if I'm craving chips or something, like I'll have like lesser evil paleo puffs or something or yeah. you know, like whatever, but, or if I ha- I'm at a party and there's chips, I'll have some chips if I want it. Like, it's really not a big deal mm-hmm. anyway. So the whole experience, it, it's just like the evolution has been crazy. And I used to be the person that would listen to someone like me that I, like on this podcast and roll my eyes. Cause I was like, I would never be able to just not think about body image in one day or like just eat whatever I want and like stop when I'm full. That's a new thing too. If I'm eating a big plate of dinner when I'm full, like I have such good body cues now, like I won't eat the rest. And I'm like, okay, my body has had enough. And I always give the rest to my boyfriend because that's the best. You just have to either get, get a dog or get a boyfriend. It's like, just <laughs> To, to give it all to them. Yeah. He finishes before me and he has triple the amount and he's like this six foot four, huge guy working out every day. And I'm like, okay, you can have like, he's like salivating when I'm finishing. I'm like, okay, I'm done now. And he like goes for it. Licking the bowl, like licking the bowl. That's my boyfriend's the same way. He's like, you going to finish that. I'm like, I haven't started. I've not started yet. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, and so as I want to get into the love, the relationships, business, all that stuff, because I think that people see you in this beautiful relationship, but I think a lot of your podcast listeners might hear you mention like, Hey, we just had an argument or, Hey, it wasn't a perfect day. It's, it's a very real thing. I mean, arguments happens constantly, especially when you live together, you worked everything. When you think about manifestation, what is manifestation not to you? Uh And then tailing off of that, 
Can you think of a specific experience? Cause a lot of people think it's like a trigger word. People are like, Oh, I manifested this manifest. I'm like, no, you just bought it. But uh, if you, <laughs> I've actually like started to like, not like it at all anymore. Mm-hmm. Like as such a people have tainted the word because it's like it now you roll so your there's eyes. No work. <laughs> yeah, There's no work. It's like, you roll your eyes. Now, if you hear someone say the word and it doesn't have any substance. It's like, maybe it just happened. Like I believe everything happens for a reason. I do. And I, to an extent am spiritual ish, like, but not really, I own a meditation app, but it's not, none of the meditations are very spiritual. The only, the most spiritual we get is like focusing, uh, focusing on the energy inside Mm -hmm. and around you. Like that's, it's more like, it's, it's really not anyway. So yeah, to answer your question, like I, I have manifested my life and I've, but I use the word manifestation in conjunction to create. So I've created this dream life and it has been, it's been work. And I, again, I'm also trying to not use hard work as a term as much anymore. Cause I really believe in effortless uh, success. And I believe in stepping into this life that I desire and creating it effortlessly, even though it requires work, I'm trying to reframe that word because I notice that I do those things that make me feel good when I don't feel like it's hard work, but I'll still do it because it's just who I am. And it's more of a self image based thing. And I'm actually writing a book on this right now. So I'm writing a book all, and I've never told anyone the topic. I just told people it's a personal growth book, but it's like we've, my agent and I have finally decided the niche topic and it's going to be about how you can create effortless success through changing your self image. And that's something I've really tried stepping into because I have got, I've created success really in a really difficult, hard manner and it's happened, but I've also had the same amount of success in an effortless flow way with the same amount of quote work, but I'm not treating it as work because I've changed and altered my self image to feel like I'm just the kind of person that does these things. It's just what I, so (laughs) identity is everything having that identity. Yep. Like I, you just said it. I used to tell nutrition, still tell nutrition clients all the time. They're like, I just, I need a glass of wine at the end of the night to wind down. I said, stop right there. What if you said, I'm the kind of person who can wind down easily at the end of the night, as long as I have, you know, a little bit of peace and quiet and alone time, you know, it's, it's all about shaping your thoughts. The thoughts will change everything. Like if you're, if you, if you're not a smoker and someone offers you a cigarette at the party, you're like, no, thanks. I'm not a smoker. And it's like literally not a big deal. You're like, no, ew, you know, but then if you are an ex smoker and you know, you feel like you're still tied to that identity of being a smoker, you're going to be like, oh, sorry, I'm trying to quit. Mm, okay. Maybe just one, you know, it's Whack. like, it becomes this, like, it becomes this like whole thing where it's like, no, you could just easily have a black and white. Like, I'm just not a smoker. Like, I'm just not like, you know, I, I, I'm a successful person. That's one of my self image beliefs. It's like, I am a successful person. So I do the things required for success naturally. Cause it's just who I am. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it naturally leads you into more success. It really does. Cause if you start yeah. to embody what other successful people do, I'm like, they don't wake up at 10 AM every on a Wednesday and then roll out of bed straight onto a zoom call. They're, they're waking up, they're cleaning themselves up. They're maybe getting some movement in. there are little steps, but again, it doesn't have to be dogmatic. It's just about figuring out who, who do you admire? Say I admire you, Mimi. I'd say, well, I, I can't live in the Bahamas right now, but I can wake up and get sunshine on my face and make sure that I have like clean hair, a, a outfit picked out. There's some organization that leads to finesse, like a natural finesse. Also, there's something about washing your hair that just gets your shit together. Like, I don't like, I love how you just said that because literally, even if you like when I, my role in my mind, and I've never even said this out loud is like, if I'm considering whether or not I should wash my hair, always wash it. <laughs> I'm telling you it's hair washing night for me tonight. And I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. And I have, a. am meeting my boyfriend at the farmer's market at 6 PM. So I was like, okay, after the farmer's market, it's going to be the best night ever. I'm going to go home, wash my hair. And it looks so clean. The highlights pop. I'm thank you for agreeing with that. No, it's true. And people say only wash your hair twice a week. And I'm like, hell no, I do it every other day. Cause I feel way better when my hair is washed. It's yep. just clean. It's, it, it, it's aligned with my future self. <laughs> future so. me, it does not look like a drown rat with grease. 
I will say I sweat so much that typically yeah. I'll still, I'll still wash my hair every two weeks in case you were wondering, cause everyone was, but for all my listeners, I will still use my hair blow dryer. It's not a Dyson, but it's like a blow dryer brush type thing. And I'll still use that on my bangs just to fluff it out. So it's like, it doesn't have to be a whole shower moment, but it can still be a little bit to elevate your look. Absolutely. Totally. And and- I know you just, I, I forgot to answer the rest of the question. Just, oh, right. Mind. Like <laughs> when it comes to manifestation, I believe action and intention is so important, but I think you can do it with ease and effortlessly by simply changing your self image. I think manifestation, creating your dream life has so much more to do with your self image than it does anything else. Just visualizing something and not really getting into the feeling of it is not enough. That's why in my meditations, you visualize and get deep into the energy of your future self to then help you change your self image. Cause it literally does exactly that. That's how I changed my self image. I wasn't always like this. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, cause you'll do before and after photos. And I'm like, damn, it's like slime time live Nickelodeon Mimi. And then this elevated Nights Diane Keaton Mimi. And what I have a question now, not a question, but I want to lead into this. People always want one of three things, specifically when they're talking about manifestation or creation, they want money, love, or health, health being weight loss or to fix something that's already burdening them with those three things, health relationship and wealth. If you are talking to someone who is in their thirties right now, early thirties, and they're still in that phase of lack, they are trying all this online dating. Nothing is really happening. Nothing's coming to fruition, but they're trying, like they're getting out there. They feel like they're doing all the work, but they keep hitting roadblocks and obstacles. And they feel like nothing's happening. Nothing's coming to them money is still the same, all this good stuff. What would you say to them would be like a first step? Start noticing what you're thinking about because those 99% habitual thoughts that cross our minds every day show a lot about where we are in the moment. And it's really crazy when you start to just write down and notice those thoughts and then try to change those for thoughts that are more aligned with the kind of person that has what you want in your future. That's the first step. It's, it really is. And then if you're doing everything and you feel like you are burnt out because you are working so hard, waking up early, doing your morning routine, working, trying to make your business, uh, you know, successful while working another job. If you're, you know, doing the side hustle thing, or just trying to move up in the company you're working for, and you're on all these dating apps and, nothing's hitting, just try to do it all with more ease. That's the piece of advice I would try to give, you know, just try to, to, how can you do this with a little bit more ease and a little less pressure? Because when you put pressure on something, it often does the opposite of what you want it to. And I've noticed this in my life, the moment I stopped taking the guys that I would meet on dating apps seriously was literally the moment I met Ben. And by the way, we met on a dating app and I've kind of lied about this in the past. Like (laughs) I I never really told people we met on a dating app. And then I, like I kind of said in the podcast, once again, we met at a bar, which technically wasn't incorrect, but we did, did. (laughs) which I'm fine about now. I kind of just like, didn't want people to know that. I just really don't care. Yeah. Apps are powerful. Exactly. So I was actually trying to cast a, a boyfriend uh, for the show that I was on because all the casting director that we were working with wasn't doing a good job and she was bringing on all these awful guys. So I was like, I'm taking this into my own hands because I wanted more airtime because you get paid more the more airtime you have. And uh, I just started dating or going on dating apps and doing like four dates a week to cast these guys. And they would come to the 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 date and be like, hi. And I'm like, oh, this is a casting. And then Ben came and I was like, this is a casting. And he's like, what? I'm not doing that show. <laughs> I oh, was I like, love that. So then we started secretly dating for a couple months. Then I kind of left the show after he did come on for like one episode, but um, yeah, so that's kind of our story, but I had no pressure on like finding the one. And I, I honestly, I put no pressure on it, but I just like deeply knew that I was going to find my person deep down. And I think that was part of my self-image. I'm like, okay, one day I'm going to find this guy. But mm-hmm. I 
I didn't put pressure on it and it just happened. And then I had years of, cause I, Ben's my first boyfriend. We met when I was 21 and before then I had never had a boyfriend before, but I was all on the dating apps before then I've dated so many people, but like nothing seriously. And I never really talk about this because it's kind of off brand for me, but I have. And I, I think I did date a lot back then as well because I was very insecure. So like, I just was trying to find validation in men, um, for myself through men. And, um, yeah, so, so what I would say, just going back to the point for that woman, that's kind of feeling the pressure of, I am very impatient. I want this now. I'm I'm not feeling good enough and things need to change. Just like take a step back and radically change how you're thinking and start thinking about what you're thinking about and start flooding your mind with what you want and just change those average habits that you have. Even if it's just for a little bit, like if you're watching TV every single night, maybe just swap that out with like doing a writing meditation at night, like tapping into that person you want to be right before bed and like, you know, doing those healthy habits, but with ease and just flowing into it because especially with men, they can read your energy. And Mm -hmm. if you're feeling desperate, that is honestly the worst thing. If you're finding a guy that you like, and he feels this desperation, and as a woman, I'm saying this because I've been there. He won't go for it. Trust me. And the fact yeah. that I was looking for a boyfriend was why Ben was so into me. And I didn't text him first for months until we were like literally boyfriend and girlfriend. I never texted him. For, like <laughs> like I, living is, together. Still doesn't have your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> this is controversial because I also do believe in making it organic and just not having rules. But back then, this is what worked for me. Yeah. So, you, yeah. Some, sometimes you have to play a little game and I, I don't think you should lose yourself in the game, but sometimes a little push pull is it's exciting. Like that is the draw of a new relationship. If you got into a new relationship and there was no like fire or spunk, then, then why are we here? <laughs> why are we here? Absolutely. Yeah. And you made a good point that we try and flood ourselves with validation, whether it be through finances or compliments or men or jumping around friendship groups. And when you were on this show, it it doesn't sound like they're the most, it doesn't sound like they're the deepest friendships that you probably ever had. So it's like, you're still trying to like, yeah, like it's it's all fake. Honestly, it it is all fake. (laughs) Like, like I, and I can say that now I, you, I always say I used the show just as much as they used me. I, I went on that show to get a visa to stay in the UK. Like, I love that, but that's a hustle. That's you got, I I was bought. I literally would have done anything necessary to a stay in that country and B do anything to help my like blog magazine. Like I, there were so many scenes where I'd like bring my magazine on my computer, like on my, like, and like try to show it on the screen. They cut all those scenes. (laughs) They only posted like, they would have done the same thing. I was like all about the hustle and but I never thought I would be on a show like that. Like it wasn't really, it wasn't yeah. me, but I'm super grateful because it's brought me like, it's part of my journey. And it's, it's one of those things that has led me to the life that I am living today. But I have also like lost like a hundred thousand followers from the UK since I left, like, and I'm so happy about it because it's just not the you right have a, cultivated a really strong, I have a very strong audience strong and they're mostly in America now. So that's why I know that the show whether it would happen or not, like I would have still built what I've built because I see the numbers and my insights, like the UK numbers have gone way down and mm-hmm. I've gained like loads over a hundred thousand of the people I actually am looking for as a customer. Um, you know, my customer for superhuman is women in their late twenties to late thirties or even late forties, uh, living in North America. Like that's just kind of my target audience, but obviously it's for men and women. And right now we're actually trying to like start catering it more to be like, to have male content at some point soon. Can you imagine if, cause you see these men who are lifting weights in the gym and yeah, they're probably listening to trap music or they're trying you can obviously you can make Ben your guinea pig, but if men were lifting weights and doing those things and had a man saying, you're a badass, nobody's like you, you're it's you against you, like very Ed Milet esque. I can see that being that soon. like, I'm actually just launching a new voice, um, in the next couple of weeks. And it's for a new motherhood section. Like we have a new category coming out on the app and it's for motherhood. So it's going to be pregnancy meditations, uh, motherhood meditations, breastfeeding meditations, like literally any meditation under the sun at the airport, (laughs) literally. 
And uh, yeah, so a really good friend of mine and she's a doctor as well, Dr. Mallory. She's, and she's a mom and she's just absolutely amazing and such a motherly energy that is just so inclusive and she's so good at speaking and she's not a meditation teachery kind of spiritual person. She's very pragmatic. She's a doctor and she's a very voice. So we're taking her on as the new voice, um, for the motherhood section. Cause I'm just not qualified to talk about motherhood. And, um, I'm slowly going to have new people, very select new people that specialize in an area, come on the app as a voice, um, on top of mine, just to offer more content to other people. I love that so much. Oh, I can't wait to be a mother and listen to those meditations someday, someday. I'm like, can I get pregnant to promote the new category? Um, <laughs> babe, it's marketing. It's not a big deal. Just get me pregnant. Uh, that is really funny. Well, I wanted to hear your thoughts on that because I think that oftentimes we, oftentimes we just, we just get lost in thought. We think that we're doing so much, but we're actually just doing the same thing over and over. I saw this, I was on Pinterest or something the other day. I told you I was off of social media for the month. So I've of course just been on Pinterest and I saw one quote that just said, you can either wake up in the morning and evolve or wake up and change or repeat or evolve. And I liked that a lot. I love that. Repeat or evolve, repeat or evolve. I'm going to get t-shirts made before I let you go. I wanted to do a rapid fire so that we can have some fun questions from the audience just to get to know a little bit more about you. All right. I can't even read my own handwriting. All right. Rapid fire. Question number one, what is your favorite summer meal? Why did like a uh, fennel and orange and feta salad come to mind <laughs> because that's perfect. Okay, great. If you could manifest or dream up something that's an object and it could show up at your front door right now that you thought was kind of impossible, what would it be? Oh, wow. Um, oh my God. Uh, a, a, photo book, a photo book of my life. <laughs> oh, I was, I was going to say cold plunge. Yours is way better. Great work. Okay. If you were a snack, what would you be? Cucumber and hummus. A classic. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Uh, what's your favorite book? Oh, oh, I have so many. I go through phases. Like, honestly, are you reading uh, any right now? I just finished Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. It's a memoir by the co-founder of Nike. And that was such a good book. That's Especially a great wreck. There's out there. It really just showcases like the hustle and how long it takes to build something huge. It was a very good book. Genius. I love that. Uh, what is your favorite podcast at the moment other than Hotter Than Health? <laughs> um, that's a great question. Um, oh my God. I listened to so many different podcasts. I like the Lewis Howes one. School of Greatness. Greatness. It's good. It's a it's a classic. I don't like podcasts with like way too many ads. So sometimes like I'm not gonna say which ones, but sometimes I listen to them and I'm like, oh my God, there's literally an ad every five minutes. Skip through. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a really good one. And then last one, if you could bring, because you're in the Bahamas right now, it's tough to get things. Uh, if you could bring anything to the Bahamas, what would it be? Whether it be restaurant or food or anything. You're one. Love it. Love yeah. it. What a, what a bougie answer. That's a good one. I love everyone. Every time I go to LA, I'm like, let's go. I only see videos of their smoothies. I'm like, damn, that looks nice. Oh, Charleston. Nothing. No, nothing. You want to go to the pre-made food counter. Okay. Well, we don't have one in Charleston, but when we get one, I, yes, I was just there. Come back girl. We'll get lunch. That's awesome. I love Charleston. It's so fun. It's, it's such a great space and it's nice right now. It is the perfect time of year. I'll be back there soon. My good friend that just had a baby is, uh, is living there. So, oh, wow. That's amazing. Well, let me know when you're in town. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was so much fun and we will absolutely do a giveaway for some superhuman subscriptions. If you guys want to try 60 days, I'm sorry, six weeks for free of the superhuman meditation app, use the code Eliza that will be in the show notes. So you can check out the link there and just make sure you're doing the two week trial and then using the code Eliza for your free month. And if you are, if we can do a yearly membership giveaway as well, we can have, give someone a yearly membership for free. So I don't know. Let's do it. 
for that, but check that out. Absolutely. Yes. We will give a one-year membership away for free. All you have to do is make sure you are following and you're subscribed to the podcast on iTunes and you leave a review letting Mimi know how much you loved her and then you'll be qualified to win. That is a bomb giveaway. Thank you, Mimi. You're welcome. All right. Well, thank you so much. Where can everyone find you before we let you go? Uh, Instagram, just at Mimi Bouchard. That's kind of my main thing. And then if you want to check out superhuman, just go to www.superhuman.app. So it's not.com it's dot app, but superhuman.app. And then if you guys go there, you can sign up for the app through the website. Eliza's code only works through the website because on the app store, they don't allow codes. So if you want to get six week free, six week free trial, so it's a month free plus a two week free trial, just go to superhuman.app and log in there, sign up there, and then use her code at the checkout and you'll be all set. And we offer a money back guarantee. If you don't love it, like we literally never get anyone asking for it. So that's why I'm sure you will love it, but we offer that just in case. And, uh, it's totally risk-free. Um, we have walking meditations, running meditations, chilling meditations, getting ready meditations. We upload a new meditation every single day of the week. Um, it's fresh, it's energizing, it's motivating, and it really has helped 10,000 plus people at this point. So check it out. Well, we are so proud of you and excited to know more about you. Thank you so much for being here, Mimi. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. I know you absolutely loved that interview with Mimi. Make sure to enter the giveaway, write a review on the Hotter Than Health podcast on the podcast app. If you don't know how to do it, you can go to my Instagram and there is a direct link to leave a review. And I think you're absolutely going to love this meditation app. I have used it. I have practiced it. I think it's phenomenal. Thank you so much, Mimi, for being on the podcast this week. And if you have not already and you're still interested in a free consultation for the programming that I offer, if you're interested in one-on-one nutrition programming and wellness programming, this is your opportunity to book a complimentary strategy call. You head to my website, eliza g underscore wellness.com and book your free strategy call. It's a 30 minute call. We see if the program is a good fit for you. If it is fantastic. And if it's not, then I will leave you with some resources. And I just want to make sure that people have the opportunity to discuss why they aren't getting their certain goals, why they have zero energy, how they're not sleeping, losing weight, feeling their most optimal. If this episode was at all inspiring to do something about your life, your lifestyle, your health, wellness, this is your, this is your call to action. I look forward to speaking with you all next Thursday. Thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you next week.